all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ, and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist-recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost Water Gel Facial Moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd, only at BJ's. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, here's today's life-giving message. Amen. Let's go. I am blessed because the life-giving message I'm about to hear will change what I do in Jesus' name. Amen. So God, we're open and we're ready. Speak now. The atmosphere is prime. The atmosphere is ready. Speak right now. Say, speak, Lord. Come on, Wiz. I need to hear you like an army. I need you to act like the army that the Lord is fighting for. Say, speak, Lord. I'm open and I'm ready in Jesus' name. So let's go to work. Our series is called The Ghost and the Gifts. We're learning about the Holy Ghost and the gifts that he brings. I've taught you so far, there are how many spiritual experiences available? Three. The first is what? It's called a decision to become a Christian. It is literally salvation. Who am I saved from? You. Salvation is when God saves you from yourself. Salvation is when God doesn't just save you from yourself. He saves you from what the enemy hoped your life would be. See, for some of you, while God had a plan, the enemy also had a plan that he was hoping would prevail. But it's too late now. Why? God snatched you and got you just in time. I am so glad that you did not let the enemy punk you and play you into falling for his sorry old tricks. Why? Because God says, I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you to give you a future and a hope. So he saves you from yourself. He saves you from the plan of the enemy and he saves you from hell. Somebody say, I'm saved. This is also referred to as being born again. Uh, this is when you are sealed by the Spirit. And when God puts his seal on you, you are different than everybody else. Can I be honest with you? You were sealed with a seal before you ever got the seal of salvation. Because Jeremiah 1 says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, what is that? I knew you. Which means me and you had a thing before you ever got a body. But when you got a body, we had to be reconnected. Because when you got to the earth, you had a temporary moment of insanity where you forgot who you were. I need you to elbow somebody next to you and say, I'm sealed. I'm sealed. 
This is why you can't fit in with everybody. This is why you can't go around everybody. Let's talk. This is why, watch me, even around people where they should have similar interests, you still stand out. Why? Because there's a seal on you that says there's something valuable in you. There's something great in you. What is it, Bishop? Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Say second experience. Salvation is not the end, it's the beginning. So once I get saved, now I need to actually be equipped to live my salvation out. See, you are a construction site, not a museum. A construction site means active progress. A museum means look at what has died. Y'all better listen. Hey, watch me. A construction site says there's still work going on in my life. A museum says let's celebrate what it used to be. Watch me. I'm so glad that while you may not be, come on, help me preach it, y'all, where you want to be. Since you're not a museum, every day construction's going on. Every day there's nails being drawn. Every day there's new pieces being added to you. I'm so glad you're better Wednesday than you were Tuesday. I'm so glad you're better today than you were on Sunday. I'm so glad your 2021 version is so much better than your 2020 version. Open up your mouth and say, he's making me better. That's the purpose of being filled with his spirit. The same God that created the heavens and the earth. The same God that created the universe. That God lives in you. That God lives in you. What have I taught you? God is not one plus one plus one equaling three. That's paganism. That's polytheism. Poly, multiple theism gods. That's multiple gods. No. We are monotheistic. What does monotheistic mean? One God. Deuteronomy 6, 4. He, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So God is not one plus one plus one equaling three. He's one times one times one equaling one. And the same one that you read about in the Bible is the same one that fills you when your spirit fills. This is why, watch me, your battles have always been bigger than you. Why? Because really it wasn't you they were coming after. It was the God in you they were trying I need you to understand why your stuff has always been bigger than everybody else's and why your Goliath has always been bigger than everybody else's. It's because while you thought it was personal, you better take a page from Monica, baby. Don't take it personal. It was the God in you that they were trying to shut down. But I'm so glad you like MC Hammer. What are you? You are too legit. Y'all are playing with me tonight. I don't know why you're doing that. Open up your mouth and say, I'm too legit to quit. The third spiritual experience is when you are refilled. And this is where I have taught you that for many people, if you grew up in church, you, you believe that being filled with the Spirit was an event. So people would say, I got filled with the Holy Ghost on March 19, 1932, uh, you know, whatever year, all right? And it was an event. It was like, look, let's celebrate this day. But that's not how this works. You need a refill. Why? Life drains you. Is there anybody, watch me, see, I don't know about you, but I look forward to church Because I don't care what I went through. I know that when I stepped, I was glad when they said unto me, come on, I got some witnesses. Let us go into the, I don't care what I was dealing with today. I'm so glad I can come and get me a refill. I don't care what was stressing me out. I can get me a refill. Open your mouth and say, Lord, refill me with your spirit. Hear me Wednesday, that has to be a daily prayer and a daily desire. Can I teach you advanced warfare? You ready? Let's go. Here's advanced warfare. After you get off of a very stressful meeting, call, or situation, you need to ask for a refill then. Because you're talking about, well, I got a refill this morning, sure, but you just had something that drained you. 
So I'm going to need you to get another refill. It's kind of like walking around in 100 degree weather talking about I had a cup of water yesterday. Okay, but you're sweating. Yesterday while I was at the gym, I promise you they turned the air off. And I promise you, I, I said, look, y'all trying to make sure people lose weight up in here, ain't it? I, I, I said, God, no. I said, I'm just glistening. I said, I'm glistening all over. Watch me. Uh, I, I was, watch me. When you sweat, pay attention. Your body is exuding as if your body's trying to cool itself down. Sweat means it's, it's exuding now this liquid. This liquid is forming because your body's trying to cool itself down. Pay attention. It's using what you were full of to try to keep you cool. So when you're full of the spirit, pay attention. He's like, listen, I need you to get a refill because we've been keeping you cool. There's a reason you didn't cuss them out. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. There's a reason you didn't let them have it. There's a reason that you didn't lose your mind. There's a reason you didn't throw in the towel. There's a reason when part of you wanted to go haywire and snap, crackle, and pop, you said, let me keep my... So Sunday we learned this, that when you're spirit-filled, you are schooled by the spirit. We still got our classroom set up over here. When you're spirit-filled, you are schooled by the spirit, all right? Say, say when I'm spirit-filled, I'm schooled by the spirit. John 14, 26, but the helper, say I have help. The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I said to you. See, God knows everything about everything. So when your spirit feels you have an edge, you have an advantage. This is the reason why you may not have their education, but because your spirit feels, watch me, you have more than their education. Stop comparing yourself in the natural and recognize that while in the natural you may look like a David, the reality is, watch me, in the spirit, David was bigger than Goliath. God, I wish I had somebody in here. I need you to stop saying uh, like Gideon, well, I'm the smallest one in my family. I'm the smallest one in my clan. Listen, but in the spirit, you are mighty man of valor. I you don't even have a clue who you're sitting next to. I need you to elbow him and encourage him and say, you're mighty in the spirit. How do I know you're mighty? Because watch me, you don't fight something unless it has might. If you were a punk in the spirit, the enemy wouldn't even come at you. But because you've got might in the spirit, this is why every time you think you're about to have a moment of rest, you find yourself in another battle. But it's all right because you're full of the spirit. This battle is not going to break you. I need you to open up your mouth and say, no battle is going to break me. I he says, he's going to teach you all things. So, so what does this mean very practically, Bishop? That means that, that you, 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 something will pop in your head. See, it's leading, not speaking. The Spirit leads, right? So, so pay attention. Something will pop in your head. Look this up. Check this out. You ever had something just pop on your head? And you're like, I don't even know where that came from. That's because you're full of the Spirit. And when you're full of it, watch me, it comes out. Whatever you're full of is what comes out. This is why I need you to stay full. Why? Because you'll think of a billion dollar idea. Watch me on accident. Y'all ain't saying nothing to me right there. Do you not know some of the, watch me, many billionaires in America never ever got the education to match their compensation. I'm not knocking education. What am I saying? I'm saying that an idea is what created their revenue. It's what created their income. You're sitting next to somebody, watch me, that's sitting on seven-figure ideas. 
Uber is the biggest transportation company and doesn't own a car. Airbnb is the biggest hotel service and doesn't own property. I need you to say I'm one idea away. Y'all better shout and talk to me. Say I'm one idea away. All you need is the Holy Ghost to drop one idea on you. All you need is the Holy Ghost. Watch me. You're stressing about your family. It's just one word you need to say that's going to get some of them knuckleheads in alignment. Y'all, help us somebody say, I'm so glad I'm spirit-filled. You have help and he will teach you all things because he knows everything about everything. He knows about your body. I told you on one of the experiences on Sunday, I had prayed uh, for a while because I, I was trying, I wanted to lose weight. And I said, Lord, I tried everything. I've tried Slim Fast, Slim Slow, P90X, P32X, 32. I tried playing the keyboard. I played it. Look, I tried everything. I, I tried everything. Slim Fast, Slim Slow, Protein Power, Dr. Atkins, Dr. Jenkins, Dr. Oz. I, listen. I tried Oprah. I read her book. I was like, maybe this will work. And then I said it wasn't quite working out for her. And then, no, because she lost it. And then she was like, she said, I like this version of me. I'm going to have some cauliflower pancakes. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a demeaning way. I was like, God, I tried everything. And so literally I prayed. I said, God, I need a strategy. Watch me for me. Y'all better hear me tonight. I need a strategy for me. I need a strategy for me. And we were on a 21-day fast. Some things only come by fasting and prayer. It was the last day of the fast, and I was halfway asleep. A documentary pops on. Now, I was flipping through Netflix. You ever flip through Netflix, and you want to find something good to go to sleep to? Okay, y'all, y'all, y'all. I, I didn't want to watch it. I wanted to go to sleep to it. So I didn't need something that was going to keep me engaged. I needed something where I could say, oh, okay. And then you wake up out of that Netflix nap and you think you've been asleep for two hours and it's been four minutes. Okay, I guess I'm the only one. And so I flipped on it. I can't even tell you. It's, I can't even find it. The documentary that I saw. Watch me. I watched one documentary that then... At that moment, I said, okay, there's my strategy. I said, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I made a strategy on a Sunday night in January. Watch me. Within four months, I had shared naturally 75 pounds, and I didn't read it in a book. I didn't look at it on YouTube. I didn't get it on it's one, no Instagram. I didn't get it on Instagram. Y'all are not listening to what I'm saying. One strategy changed everything. Why? Because the Holy Ghost can teach you everything about everything. I need you to open your mouth and say, Lord, teach me. Then he says, I'm going to bring to your remembrance. I'm going to bring to your remembrance uh, all the things which I've said to you. And I've taught you, that's two words, logos and rhema. There's two words for word in the New Testament. Logos is the first word. It's like legos, but it's logos. It means the written word. So that means when you listen to the Bible, I hope you have the Harvest app because you can listen to the Bible uh, every single day. There's tons of different Bible reading plans in there, totally free, no cost and no charge to you. Pay attention. Uh, and so when you, when you read the word or listen to the word, I like the audio because, see, when I hear it, pictures start forming in my mind. Like, this is why I like visuals and, and illustrations and something like that. Why? Because I need to see it. I appreciate what you said, but I need you to show it to me. 
So, so I do that. And guess what? Many times as you're navigating through life, watch me, there's a lot of Bible. I've read through the Bible several times and I, every single time I read the word, I'm like, woo. It's like it's new to me. Why? Because the Bible says the word is alive. I need you to pay attention. Say it's alive. Since it's alive and I'm alive, then that means it's what gives me life. That's why at Harvest, we don't call the messages sermons. We call them life-giving messages. Why? Because I don't need to just give you information. I need that information to turn into revelation. I need it to be something that when, when you get it, you're like, whoo, I get it. And now that I get it, it's about to change my life. Because whatever is revealed to me has the ability to cause revolution in my life. Secondly... It's the, the rhema of God. Say rhema. Now, rhema is the preached word of God. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So here's how it works. When we come to church, I am preaching to you from logos, but it becomes rhema. Well, what do you mean it becomes rhema? Because it's what he's saying fresh to you for right now. So this is why what's so amazing about the Bible, what's so amazing about church, every time I come, even though I'm reading something, hearing something, seeing something on the screen that's been in there for thousands of years, watch me, it's new and fresh for me. And it gives life to my life and I live off of the word that I receive. Here's the problem. When you get into a hot situation, look at the next scripture. Luke 12, 12. For the Holy Spirit will teach you in that very hour what you ought to say. When you get into a hot situation, I told you this in last night's preview. Most planes crash not because of mechanical defect, but because of pilot error. They forget their training when they're under pressure. So you can have hundreds of pages of notebooks full of notes from the messages. You can, you can do all of that. But when you get in a moment of pressure, have you ever had a moment of pressure where what you needed to remember, you didn't remember? And you made a decision that when you look back on it, you said, what was I? Okay, so only these two sides have done it. Y'all have never done that? What the Holy Spirit will do is in a moment of crisis, because it says in that very hour, diacrisis is one of the Greek words there, which means in the moment of crisis, he's going to bring it back up to you. In other words, when I stay full of the spirit, watch me, I will find myself acting differently. Why? Because I can do different because I know different, but I know different, not because I remembered it, because, but because he brought it back to my remembrance. So you'll be in a situation and all of a sudden you'll hear a part of a message pop in your head and you'll say, wait a minute, I ain't going to act like that. I wish I had a witness in the building. You'll be going through a situation and all of a sudden a scripture will pop in your mind and you'll say, wait a minute, I'm not going to handle this like that. Why? He will remind you of what you need to be reminded of when you need to be reminded of it. And here's what I want to teach tonight. Because... That process of teaching you, that process of reminding you, all of that, um, as he's leading you, as he's guiding you, as he's teaching you, as he's reminding you, sometimes life feels like tonight's message title. Red light. Green light. Isn't that cool? I think that's cool. I'm going to do it again. Red light. Green light. What does this mean? Um, as he's teaching you, Sometimes I need to slow you down so that I can teach the lesson. 
as he's navigating you through life, sometimes, look at this one right here. This is interesting to me because this is how life often feels. You got certain, look, by the time you finally, it was on red, now it's on green, now it's on yellow. Listen, like like this is, anybody's life feel like this light? Like there are areas where red, green, and on Sunday it's yellow, on Monday it's green, on Tuesday it's red. Watch me, and then on Wednesday you don't even want to see the thing no more. You're like, I, Lord, I just don't even want to see it. Don't I don't want to talk about it. I don't. Matter of fact, Lord, I want to take a nap. Let me go to sleep, so I don't have to think about it. Everybody, listen to me tonight. I'm gonna to take some pressure off of you. That's the way it's supposed to be. Can I show you this? So we looked at Paul on Sunday. Paul gets three red lights. Uh, in Acts chapter 16, the apostle Paul is sent out to preach the gospel. And in Acts 16, it starts out with him going to Derby. Uh, he goes to Derby. He gets Timothy, who becomes a spiritual son to him, who uh, Paul is really more than a spiritual father to him. He's more like a surrogate father to him. And the fact that um, he was really there for Paul more than spiritually, or excuse me, for Timothy more and then just spiritually, and they take their journey, and they are taking the next logical step. Step one, count it. Two, three. Here's the problem in between those steps. Step one, red light, green light, green light, red light, green light, red light, green light, red light, red light, green light, green light, red light, green light, green light, red light, green light. Step two, red light, green light, red light, green light, green light, green light, red light, green light, green light, green light, green light, red light, red light, red light. Take a right here. I need for some of you to hear me very clearly, and I want to talk this part, and then we're going up. You ready? You are right on schedule. I rebuke your silence. You are not late. You ain't early. Open up your mouth. Say, I'm right on schedule. Say, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be doing it. So let me, let, me, let me say this. So Paul takes this journey, and I've taught you the different places, the meaning of the different places, um, and every delay was to his benefit. But he gets these three red lights. And after three red lights, Paul gets a green light. After three red lights, Paul gets a green light. He, 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 one of the green lights or one of the red lights, you remember, he was forbidden to speak in Asia. He failed trying to go into Bithynia and he felt finished passing by Mysia. If you don't know what those mean, you got to go back and look at the previous messages. After three F's. He, get, he gets an A. After three disappointments. God says, okay, I need you to stop thinking something's wrong when things go wrong. Y'all are quiet in this building. Because it's only going wrong according to the way you think it's supposed to go. 
but because your spirit feel, it's not about how you think it's supposed to go. God says, I have a greater plan working out because Paul, if I did not give you a red light, you never go to prison. You don't go to prison. You don't meet the Philippian jailer. You don't meet the jailer. His family doesn't get saved. His family doesn't get saved. I don't start a church in Philippi. I don't start a church in Philippi. You don't meet Lydia. You don't meet Lydia. We don't have our first Christian in Europe. Which means all of Europe depended on your red light. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. Open your mouth, say, This is bigger than me. Timothy, who he meets in Acts 16 before he gets these red lights. Timothy is who he writes what we call the pastoral epistles, the epistles, the letters that govern how the church is supposed to be ran. We don't have those instructions if he doesn't have red lights. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't, y'all ain't saying that. You're not getting it. Say, this is bigger than me. You think something's wrong because something went wrong to you. As far as God's concerned, red light. <laughs> Everything's on schedule. I just need to put you in a holding pattern. Because if I let you land now, you're going to run into unexpected and unnecessary turbulence. Watch me. I need to check this room because some of y'all sitting on this word. And I need you to know God wants the second half of this year to be better than the first half of this year. I need you to celebrate. Watch me. Not your green light. I need you to celebrate the fact that some of your life is looking like this right now. I said I need you to celebrate that some of your life is it looks like a red light special some of your life looks like this right now but I need you to open up your mouth say but keep on pressing because it's about to turn green I need you to release a praise right there for five seconds go five four Three, come on Facebook. Two, come on YouTube. Come on Harvest Channel. Say yes, Lord. So he gets a green light. He, he put my light back up. He gets a green light. Because watch me. Just because you ignore it doesn't change it. Just because you, you, let's go here. Just because, can I say this in love? Just because you drink it away doesn't make it go away. Just because you smoke it away doesn't make it go away. Just because you sex it away doesn't make it go away. Just because you cuss everybody out away doesn't make it go away. Just because you sleep it away doesn't make it go away. Just because you mad at everybody doesn't make it go away. At the end of the day, there is still a traffic light in the spirit that governs your movement. And that's on period. So pay attention. After three red lights, Paul gets a green light. 1 Corinthians 16 and 9. Here's what he says. For a great, and he's talking about the fourth door. Three doors, three Fs. He's forbidden, he, he fails, and he feels finished. Then he gets to this fourth door. And I said to you, when you're at four, you're at the door. Four is the biblical number of creativity. Which means God says, I'm creating something for you. Mm. I'll say it again. I'm creating something for you. See, watch me. 
the position didn't exist, so I had to put you in a red light. And when I put you in a red light, I was bringing in new people that were going to govern the position that was going to be created for you. And while you thought I was punishing you, I was sharpening your skills. I was getting your resume together. I was getting your credit together because they were going to check it. I was getting everything prepared for you. And watch me, I needed to bring the right recruiter on the team to find you. And while you thought something was wrong, nothing was wrong. Watch me. I had to put you on a red light so that watch me when I created it for you and I shifted you to a green light, you were finally ready for it. I need you to open your mouth one more time. Say, I'm at the door. So look at this. First Corinthians 16 and 9. He says for a great pay attention. Look at how he describes the fourth door, which was this place called Macedonia. He says, this is big. Okay. <laughs> Say this is huge. You don't even say it like you believe it. Come on, Wednesday. Say, say, say this is massive. So now, now we understand why you needed to stay in a red light. Why? You couldn't handle the weight of the door. You asked for it, but weren't ready for it. So he put you in a red light. And when he put you in a red light, here's what you need to be careful. You don't think red means. Because if you're a bull, you'll think it means charge. If you're too emotional, you'll think it means get angry. But when you're spiritual, you'll say the blood is covering me right now. I ain't playing with y'all. Say there's a reason there's a red light. Paul says, for a great and effective door has opened to me. This is big and it's effective. See, some doors can be big but might not be effective. Effective means I'll get results. It means it's going to be productive for me. It, it means it's what I need. See, excellence is doing things well. Effective is doing the right things. You can be excellent but not effective because you're doing the wrong things well. So effective means, watch me, this is not just good, but this is right. And it's going to get you some results. For a great and effective door. And where's the door at? Macedonia. What does Macedonia mean? A high place. When does God speak to Paul about a high place? When he's in Troas, which is a low place. Come on, Wednesday, I need y'all to act like I've been teaching it to you. What does he say? Has opened to me. Which means God took it from a red light and put him on a green light. And here's what you will think it means when it's a green light. Now, leave it right there. Here's what you will think it means when it's a green light. Go back to green. Here's what you will think it means when you're on green. Here's what you think it means. No more issues. Allow me to illustrate. Let me have you three singers on the row, front row here. Let me have you. Won't you come? <laughs> this is going to be fun. Can I have you all stand right over there in front of the thing? The facade right over here. Watch me, watch me, right over there. No, y'all, all y'all. Everybody, everybody, all right? All right, you ready? Okay, all right, all right. Red light. You ready? She said you're supposed to turn around. This is my version. 
but thank you for the rules. <laughs> you know what I mean? See, I was always that way. I always I said, look, I appreciate y'all rules, but this is how we go. <laughs> Aren't y'all ready? Okay, now, now, now watch me. Say a great and effective door has opened to me. But there are many adversaries. Green light, red light. The door is open. The door is open, pay very close attention. But there's something around you competing with you, trying to stop you from getting to what's already open. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing right here. And I need the G in you tonight to rise up. What does that mean? The spiritual gangster in you to rise up and say, I have been denied for the last time in my life. Because if I get a green light, watch me go. Say, the door is open and I shall prevail. Pay attention, pay attention. Y'all come back for me, y'all come back for me. All right, watch me, watch me, watch me. Let's go. Regular stage, let's go. Here we go. And there are what? Many adversaries. And what did I teach you on Sunday? The adversary was, I introduced it last Wednesday. The spirit of what? Python. And I taught you that spirits are rarely named in the Bible. And they were normally called evil spirits, unclean spirits, uh, etc. Why? Um, because the spirit's identity didn't really matter. It was very rare. Uh, watch me. Why didn't it matter? Because you're a walking rebuke. When I show up, every demon, every witch, every warlock, when authority shows up, the enemy got to get the hell up out of where you're at. And I meant it just like I said it. I need for some of you to understand why some people don't like you. Why? It's that evil spirit that's in them that's got a problem with the Holy Ghost that's in you. And I need you not to be capitulating for their evil behinds. I need you to rise up. So pay attention. So pay attention. Look. It names the type of spirit so you know how it works. So it's the spirit of Python to do what? See, all right, let's go. Red light. Now watch me. Now you the, you, you the one. Since you're in the center, you the one. Watch me. I can't stop the door from being open. Open that door. I can't stop the door from being open. The Bible says God controls the door. He opens doors no man can shut. Even you. Watch me. God loves you so much, you don't even have power to shut the door. But pay attention. Somebody say, the door is open. You ready? But pay attention. The spirit of Python, look at the screen. What the spirit of Python desires to do is the door is open. And the moment you get a green light, who got the green light? She got the green light. Watch. It's going to suffocate her. Well, watch me. This is good. This is really good. Because notice, the light's been green, but she's not made progress. 
Why? Because the spirit of Python is trying to suffocate her in the hallway. And for some of you, watch me, your challenge is this, is that your life has been a whole lot of going back and forth. And the only thing you have to show is you're out of energy because your batteries fell out. You're out of energy. You're out of focus. The only thing you have to show right now is you're tired. Watch me. And you haven't yet taken possession of the door. Because the spirit of Python, look at the screen. Watch me. Its desire is to suffocate you in the hallway. Why, why, do, you, why do you say suffocate me, Bishop? Because the spirit of Python, what did I teach you? Pythons don't kill by biting you. They constrict. See, notice, she can't move how she wants to move. She thought she'd be gone by now. You thought the business would have been started by now. Watch me. And every time you take a breath, watch me. Python clamps down tighter. So it seems like, pay attention, I'm going to get in your business. It seems like the more you fight against it, the worse it gets. Who am I talking to? And the lower that you go. I, I wish there were some honest people that would tell the truth. That sometimes you're like, I don't want to pray. Because it seems like if I pray, it gets. But open up your mouth and say, but not again. Say, because like the Apostle Paul, I know how to handle Python. Everybody, the Bible says he turned around and he looked at the spirit of Python. And he said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. And I need some of y'all to get some authority in the... Somebody say, I'm getting my strength back. I'm getting my fight back. Come on, say, I'm a warrior. I'm a gladiator. Spirit of Python, I rebuke you. I'm making it to the door. You won't suffocate me in the hallway. I need you to release a praise right there. Go. I need you to go fist bump three people. Say, I rebuke your tired. I rebuke your tired. Online chatting. I rebuke your tired. I rebuke your stress. I rebuke your frustration. I rebuke your quit. I rebuke your give up. You have not come this far to give up. I need the warriors to shout on three. One, two, three. Hallelujah. Elbow somebody say, I will not die in the hallway. Because can I be honest with you? If you check your bloodline, there's a line of bodies in the hallway that never made it to the door. So for some of you, watch me, you're not just going to get your door. You're going to get your daddy's door. You're going to get your great, great, greats and your great, 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 great. You're about to go back. The Bible says God keeps records. He's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You're about to get some doors for generations because they got suffocated in the hallway. But we don't take sides. We take over. So watch. So watch. Thank you all. Watch. You ready? 
even God in the form of Jesus. You can grab a seat. I'm almost done. What if I told you that even Jesus, God in the flesh, couldn't stop red light, green light? See, at the age of 12, Jesus looks like he's got a green light. Bible says that they're in the city for the feast. And when they're in the city for the feast, Jesus is left by Mary and Joseph and they leave him on a few days journey and they say, is Jesus with you? No, I thought he was with you. They look for him amongst relatives and friends, can't find him. They go back to the city and they find him sitting in the temple teaching. They find him doing what he was created to do. His mother says, why did you do this to us? He says, woman, did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And the Bible says Mary hid these things in her heart. And whatever happened in between them verses, the Bible says, and from that day, he became subject to her. I'll tell you exactly what happened. Mary said, you going to talk crazy to me like this in front of the man of God? I got, wait until we get home. Wait, matter of fact, we ain't getting home. Wait until we get in this, uh, in, in this, because uh, 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 they didn't have cars. Wait until we get in the back of this. It wasn't even a chariot. It was like this little thing. The sum sum. Pay attention. At 12, it looks like a green light. And then, you ready for this? Look at Luke 2.52. After that experience. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. He's got favor and he's wise and he's growing. But pay attention. But for 18 years, red light. You hear nothing about Jesus from age 12 to age 30. Because for 18 years, He's on a red light. You mad because you've been on it for 20 minutes. For 18 years, he's developed. Look at Luke 4 and 1. And at age 30, he finally looks like he's about to have a green light. Look at Luke, Luke 4 and 1. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit. Pay attention. Because what's the series called? The ghosts and the gifts. So he's what? Full of the spirit. Full of himself. Because he is the spirit. Pay attention. Say green light. light. He finally has a green light. Like I'm full of the Holy Ghost. We're going to do this thing. Where was he coming from? He was coming, watch me, returned from the Jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness. At the Jordan, John the Baptist, who's the incumbent man of God, he is the spiritual authority for the kingdom of that day. Uh, John, we call him John the Baptist. A better word is baptizer, but not because he was like a Baptist by denomination uh, and had the white sheet on top of the thing with the IHS cross. And, and no, no. Uh, in, in, in Hebrew, it's a word mikvah. Say mikvah. It's on the screen. It literally was used for several things, but one of them was ordination. 
Pay attention. At 12, he looks like a green light. For 18 years, nothing is recorded other than we can presume he's being schooled because at age 30, he's going to get a green light. Watch me. And right after he's ordained, pay attention, that should be a high moment. I'm going to help some of you all because, watch me, it seems like the moment you have a high, then all of a sudden you go from this wonderful celebration of what looks like a green light into a red light. Pay attention. He was led by the spirit into the wilderness. Watch me. For 40 days. Mm. Bruh. Look here. I've been waiting 18 years to finally have my moment and be released into what I was sent to do. I have my moment and I'm full of the Holy Ghost. And as soon as I leave my green light moment, here the Spirit goes taking me into the wilderness and now I'm on a red light. You could, you could have took me to Red Lobster first and at least let me get some Cheddar Bay biscuits and a Caesar salad and some clam chowder. I mean, you know, it's not the best, but I mean, you know, it's, it's, them biscuits are good. Now you can't take that from them now. You can't do that. Can't take them Caesar salads from them. You can't take that. That Caesar got something on it. But pay, pay attention, pay attention. Like, some of you, the challenge you have, and I'm talking it because we're about to go up, but I just need you to know, say, I'm right on schedule. I'm right on schedule. <laughs> say, everything is going according to plan. Come on, I need you to speak that because for some of y'all, you veered off and screwed it up and I need you to call it back in the order. Say, everything is going according to plan. Pay attention. For 40 days, being tempted by the devil. <laughs> Didn't we have 18 years of preparation? Why do I need more preparation? Because you're about to save the world, not just yourself. You better open your mouth and say, this is so much bigger than me. You're about to help some other mamas that have been through what you've been through. You're about to help some other fathers that have gone through what you've gone through. You're about to upset a whole system and make a system apologize. I For 40 days being tempted by the devil and he ate nothing during those days. And when they were ended, he was hungry. Pay attention. How did he go into the wilderness? Full of the Holy Spirit. So watch me. He fasts. He eats nothing. So this is not even a water fast. This is a nothing fast. The Bible says he ate nothing for 40 days. Watch me. And when the days were ended, he was what? Hungry. Say, why was he hungry, Bishop? Because you would be too. It's not deep. Some of y'all let you go for four hours with no food. What? <laughs> You're not yourself. You're hangry. Watch me. So he's, his flesh is at its weakest, which means his spirit is at its strongest. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Need you to pay attention. See, for some time, you're like, I just feel weak. He's like, Good. Because in your weakness, what did he tell Paul? My strength is made perfect. 
I need you to feel like you don't know what to do sometimes. Why? So that you learn how to lean on me. I, I need you sometimes to be confused. Why? So that you learn how to not get arrogant and prideful and think that it's you that's doing it. I need you sometimes to feel like I'm not there even though I am because I need you to depend on me. Lift up your hands and say, Lord, I depend on you. We're almost there. So look. Verse 3, then the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, look at, look at how he comes at him. Pay attention. He comes at him with doubt. Pay attention about who he is. I need to see if you're really convinced about who you say you are. I need to see if you believe you're the head and not the tail. I need you to see if you believe if you're a conqueror. I need to see if you believe you're a curse breaker and a world changer and a history maker. Or do you really think that that's not who you are? So we're about to find out. The devil said to him, pay attention to how the warfare happens. The warfare happens through conversation. Through conversation, the enemy questions who he is. See, for some of you, it's not the devil per se that's talking to you. No, it's someone you call friend. It's someone you depended on to do their part. It's someone you were trusting to come through like they said that they would. And in their lack of action, it creates a question. Y'all ain't going to talk. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, God in the flesh is what that phrase son of God means. Command this stone to become bread. We got two problems. First of all, partner, you don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do. So watch me. The first thing the enemy wants to do is create disorder by getting you to voluntarily submit yourself to him. Because if I start doing what the enemy says, now I have given up my seat. That's the same way he got Adam. Adam had to give up his seat. He couldn't, the enemy could not take his seat. And I need for some of y'all to say, this is my seat. Say it. I need you to say it with authority. Say, this is my seat. It's my seat of authority. You won't punk me out of my seat. And Jesus answered him. You ready? It is written. Pay attention. He responded with the word. Now, now listen, I know I'm talking slow, but I want to make sure you get this because I need you to know how to respond. Because here's what some of y'all say. I feel. And he says, I got you. I think I got you. Because the only thing that pushes the enemy back, watch me, when it comes to this type of warfare, is the word. And my word will not return to me void. Your opinion will. Your feelings will. This is why the enemy tries to keep you from being in the word, tries to keep you from going back and listening to the replays. Why? So that when the enemy comes, you don't know what to say back. So you'll get some negative information and you'll say, God, why me? Instead of saying, it is written, all things work together for the good of him that I need you to open your mouth and say it is written and Jesus answered him I feel like going up come on it is written man shall not live by bread alone why did he say command these stones to become bread because that's what you want most you're hungry let me see if I can give you a shortcut to what you want that makes you abandon who you are 
Do y'all hear what I'm saying to you? Let me see. You a wholesome girl, but let me get you to act like one of them video vixens. Y'all ain't going to talk. Let's move. Let's move. So watch me. He says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. So we go from red light. He responds, green light. And then verse five, red light. See how all that change happened? If you're not full of the spirit, you'll think something's wrong with the lights. <laughs> Open your mouth, say nothing's wrong with the lights. And the devil took him up. So first, let me tempt you what you really want. Number two, let me, let me come after your pride. Let me come after your ego. Let me appeal to your ego. Because you grown. Ain't nobody going to talk to you like that. You ain't finna have, you, you grown. Let me appeal to your ego. Let's go. Then the devil took him up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. So literally, he takes him up in the spirit and shows him every kingdom that's on the earth during that time shows them Egyptians uh, every kingdom every kingdom on the earth at that time he says listen I will give all authority and their glory because it was given to me who gave it to him Adam and I can give it to whom I will this is why, let's go back to the last series, and the kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of our Christ. Because when Jesus died, he said, let me get that up off of you and give it back to my kids. Let me get that back to my sons and my daughters. You've had it for thousands of years because Adam gave it up. But I'm not the second Adam. I'm the last Adam because I'm about to give what Adam gave up back to my people. He said, I'll give to you all this authority and their glory for it has been delivered to me and I give it to whom I will. If you then will worship me, it'll all be yours. You're king, right? Come on, king. Let me give it to you. Just bow down and worship me. Just do what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wouldn't do. When the music played, they wouldn't bow down. Just pay attention. You ready? Worship means to give worth to. It means to focus on. Pay attention. Just focus on the problem. Take your, some of you say, I ain't bound down to worship the devil. I don't even like the devil's music. I don't like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't like uh, red devil vacuums. I I don't even like stars. That's too close to a pentagram. No, 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 no. Mm, you don't even get it. No, 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 no. Worship means pay attention to, focus on. He says, focus on the problem. Focus on the issue. Focus on how they hurt you. Focus on how you're not there yet. Focus on how you read other people's praise reports and yours hasn't come yet. 
focus on somebody else who's doing what you want to do and you think they shouldn't be doing it, it should be you doing it and you don't understand why God would let them do it and not let you do it because you do it better than them and the truth is, is that you live better than them even though you're not trying to spiritually compare yourself but you're just saying at least I don't do that. Can we be honest, how many of us that under this definition of worship that we didn't worship him, we worshiped him. Mm -hmm. Because you focused on the issue. You focused on the problem. You focused on the people. I'm preaching it down. You worried about what Lottie Dottie everybody else doing. Well, you need to worry about what's going on in your house. And you'll see. He says, worship me and it'll be yours. And watch Jesus' response. Come on, we're about to go up. Verse 8. And Jesus answered him, it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. So it looks like a green light. Pass this test. Shout green light. Green light. Red light. Verse 9. And he took him to Jerusalem. I need you to pay attention. If the enemy's persistent, why do you think you don't have to be? Like you're like, I prayed about it once and I don't understand. Are you joking once? I sold for it once. Are you joking once? It got quiet right there. I prayed about it. I, it's been two times I done prayed about this, Bishop. What is it going to change? That's all the times you've prayed over it? The enemy is so persistent. The Bible says he walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So he is looking for a punk in the spirit. I need you to elbow somebody and say, I'm not a punk in the spirit. Don't be lying, though. Elbow somebody else say, I'm not a punk in the spirit. I said elbow somebody else. Y'all follow instructions. So listen, so listen, and he took him to Jerusalem, city of peace, Shalom, and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, if you are the son of God, here's this test, you ready? Kill yourself. Throw yourself down from here. Jump! Jump. Because quitting is an easy way out. <laughs> Giving up. Easy way out. He said, he said, if you're the son of God, just end it all. It is written. Watch what he does. So I see you use the word against me. So let me use the word against you. For it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard you. And on their hands, they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against the stone. Watch me. Twice Jesus uses the word against him. The third time the enemy uses the word against Jesus. See, 
this is why you got to understand the importance of persistence. Because watch me, he'll use a parking lot prophet. He'll use somebody that means well but don't know better. He'll use, watch me, he'll wrap it in Christianity but it'd be full of hell. Y'all not saying nothing to me right now. Watch me. Watch me. They will show up and try to throw your atmosphere. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. They will show up and try to throw the situation. And Jesus answered him, it is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. What did he answer in his response? Y'all ready? We're about to go up because there's only two verses left and we're out. But I just want to make sure you get this. You getting it? He says, it is said, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. What did the devil say? If you are the son of God. What was he making clear? Oh, I am. Who I said I am. If I wasn't, then why would I say I am? Every day. Open your mouth and say, I am who I say I am. Why is it important to understand? Well, watch me. I am who I say I am. Uh, look at verse 13. And when the devil had ended every temptation. Well, now wait a minute. Let's pick up patterns. <laughs> I want to run. First test. Turn this stone into bread. Second test. I'm going to give you all these kingdoms. It feeds your ego to do it this way. Third test, just give up. Three red lights. Y'all better connect these dots like I'm teaching you. But after that third, when he got to four, Jesus was at the... I need you to fist bump somebody and say you at four baby you at four which means you are at the you are at the you are at the you are at the say I'm at the door pay attention and when the devil had ended every temptation he said I only have three Let me be real practical and then I'm about to spend the rest of the time in church shopping. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, okay? Right? Well, ask me. If you look at different areas of your life, you will see this same pattern. Forbidden, failed, finish. It's the same three doors that Paul got red lights at. But when he got to four, the Bible says the devil had to end every temptation and he departed from him. Let me tell some of y'all what's about to happen in your life. And if you don't want to receive it, I want you to sit down and don't do nothing. 
But for those of us that can read the word and believe the word, I'm here to tell you the devil is about to end every... I'm not playing with you Wednesday. He's about to end every temptation. You got through one, you got through two, you got through three. Say, I'm at four now. Say, and I'm at the door. I need you to release a praise right there. Go. Hallelujah. All right, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Stand with me. Stand with me. Stand with me. We're done. Stand with me. He departed from him until an opportune time. Just for the sake of teaching you, it, was, it wasn't until three and a half years later he came back. Which means for three and a half years, Jesus was on a green light. I need you to see these lights changing as prophetic for you. Say, why, Bishop? I need you to look at me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> I don't know how you're back going to do it, but just do it. Look at me in my eyes. Here's what you need to know about God. The Bible is not based off of the Gregorian calendar. I didn't plan to say this when I was standing right there. The Holy Ghost said, you don't even know what you're preaching. See, when you're filled with the spirit, you're just led and you don't even know why you're led. The Bible, the Bible, watch me. The Bible is based off of the Hebrew calendar. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Hebrew calendar. I said the Hebrew calendar. Everybody say the Bible. Say, and God is based off of the Hebrew calendar. Say, it doesn't go from January to December. Listen, this is good to me. God, you're so amazing to me. I didn't even pay attention to that. The Bible says, put the scripture up until an opportune time. He left them alone until an opportune time. Three and a half years before he popped back up. So for three years, Jesus is on a, go back to green, he's on a green light. This spiritual year ends in less than 30 days. It ends on September 5th. I'm going in by myself. So let me tell you how awesome God is. He would have me to preach a word that says you were at the door. And the Bible says the temptations ended until an opportune time. Because literally the next three and a half years, you're going to be on your green. I with God. Somebody say, and I'm at the door. And I'm going all the way in. Say three and a half years of a green light. Wow. 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 
Well, I need you to walk around the five people and fist bump them and say, we're at the door and the light is green. We're at the door and the light is green. We're at the door and the light is green. Hey, hey, hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. That's why the warfare seems severe. You're at the end of the spiritual year. And the enemy's about to back the hell up. He's about to back up off of you. He's about to back off of your mind. Back off of your finances. Back off of your family. Back off of your faith. Back off of your future. Back off of your children. And God is coming in like a flood. When the enemy comes in, won't the Lord lift up a standard against him? There's a reason we did that warfare earlier and I didn't even understand why. Saying the devil's backing up off of me for three and a half years. Green light, green light, green light, green light. Give him praise right there. Bishop, how do you know that? Read the next verse, please. Verse 14. Verse 14. Next time. Verse 14. Here it is. And Jesus, after three red lights, he goes four. He's at the door. Say, green light. I just want to show you in the back. This is, I promise you, I love God. God, this is, if you didn't get nothing, okay. And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit. Which means, for a while I felt tired. But I got my fight. Who am I talking to in here? I command you to get your fight back. I command you to get your strength back. You are about to come out in power. I need you to holler power. Shout it again, power. So he wasn't just full of the spirit. Give me the sword. He wasn't just full of the spirit. He came out swinging. Somebody shout power. Look at me, 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 look at me. Watch this part. Watch this part. Oh my God. Say he returned. In other words, them three red lights took him out for a little bit. 
who in this building and who online, you didn't have some red lights that just kind of had you just like. And where did he go next? Galilee. I'm going to say the second part. Then I'm going to say the, the middle part. Okay. And a report about him went out through all the surrounding country. Say your first and last name when I count to three. One, two, three. Because of how you handled your red lights, your name is about to travel. Travel. Your, your name is about to the name Harvest is about to Bishop Foreman is about to everybody under the sound of my voice you're about to say my name is being brought up but here's the juicy part and Jesus returned just elbow somebody say I'm back I just need for those of us that had a few moments where we were kind of out of it. Whoa. Open your mouth and shout, I'm back. And Jesus returned in the power of the spirit. Where did he go? Galilee. Unplug this. Unplug it for me. Unplug it for me. Unplug it for me. Unplug it for me. Galilee means electrical circuit. Uh, pay, pay attention, and, and uh, we'll do our targeted prayer list next week, okay? We're going to do it on the third Wednesday this month, okay? Because I got to go up. This has the power to shine. Shine bright, too. You saw it doing all that shine. But it looks foolish until it's connected to the electrical circuit. I'm going to say this and whatever happens after I say this happens. Say three red lights. Now at a green light. Things are finally connecting. your seat. YouTube, get up out your seat. It's all about to come together. What you went through, what you went through, what you suffered through, your schooling, your education, your money, everything is about to con... Turn the stage green. Say, I'm so glad I lasted.
for the next three and a half years. Say it for the next three and a half years. Green light. So here's what we're about to do. Here's what we're about to do. I need to do decisions. I need to do decisions. And for everybody in here that believes that, I'm gonna have you get out of your seat in a moment and you gonna come stand up under the green light as a prophetic gesture that for the next three and a half years Green light! Oh, y'all already coming? Well, come on then! Come on then! Come on then! If you're at home, I need you to get up and walk towards your TV screen. Walk towards your laptop. Get up and walk. Get up and walk. We can't get everybody up here. But just holler, green light. Say it again, green light. <laughs> On your way back to your seat, say, I believe that thing. We gotta go. Let me tell you what your faith just did. Cause I didn't say come, but watch me, but you rushed. And just like that, that's how I need you to respond to your Thursday. Oh, I'm going to my green light. That's how I need you to handle your Friday. Oh, I know I'm going to my green light. That's how you need to handle your Saturday. Say green light. Tonight, I got to go. I got to go. Whoa. We got to go. If you need to become a Christian, if you need to become a Christian, tonight's your night. Please recommit yourself to the Lord. Tonight's your night. If you're not sure, tonight's your night. To become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure on three in this building, raise your hand. Online, do the hand wave emoji and say, it's me. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right where you are. You become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord. Or be sure. God bless you. I see you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Everybody say this to me. Say, Father. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Because of this belief and this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me.
in Jesus name amen if you just prayed that prayer for the first time recommitted yourself Lord or sure shoot that text or scan that QR code did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus we want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby so just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you. In the app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. We all know a guy who only occasionally shaves for big occasions, and it's because that occasional shave really hurts. It's the time of year for big occasions, and yet there he is, suffering with that cheap drugstore razor. Let's help him out. Henson Shaving's line of razors, built with aerospace precision, deliver a smooth shave your dad, brother, and even son can enjoy, eventually. With replacement blades just 10 cents each, you'll buy it once, and they'll use it for life. How's that for the perfect gift? Celebrate with 100 free blades on your first purchase, and no subscription headaches. HensonShaving.com holiday. Don't forget that your skin is your largest organ and the sun can be your skin's worst enemy. Dermatologist recommended Neutrogena products offer the ultimate protection for your skin. From makeup remover wipes to Hydro Boost water gel facial moisturizer, BJ's has your entire lineup of Neutrogena skincare products. And now through December 3rd, save $4 on any Neutrogena product at BJ's. Love your skin back and save now through December 3rd. Only at BJ's.